Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hey loves, welcome to Clear the Clutter podcast where I teach you timeless principles to clear out old money and business mindset beliefs that are holding you back. Today we're going to talk about episode number 72, Building the Wheel. So I am so freaking excited about this episode. Um, Of course, I will have examples for us to dive into. Um, You might be wondering why in God's creation is she talking about wheels? Has power sports really taken over her brain that much? I'm here about manifesting, not about wheels. Humor me. You're going to love wheels by the end of this episode as much as I do. So with that being said, I want to point out that this podcast episode is sponsored by me. If you want to dive deeper into any of the journal prompts for today's episode or any of the journal prompts in any of my previous episodes, because I do, if I have to say so myself, write some of the freaking best podcast journal prompts ever, right? If you want any of them, you can use code podcastlove at checkout. So go to marcusstevens.co slash shop or click the link in the show notes, whatever is easiest, and use that coupon code and you will get 50% off the entire store. So not just the journal prompts, which I think I'm up to like, I'm going off memory, so bear with me. I think I might be like 50-something journal prompts right now. But like any topic of journal prompts, you can use it if you wanted to do it just for one, if you want to do it on the whole store, if you want to buy merch, if you want to buy the habit tracker, use that coupon code. It is for you. It is my way of saying thank you and a little love nugget (laughs) is for just my podcast listeners. So coupon code podcast love, and let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so... Let's talk about this crazy, crazy concept I have been working on with one of my besties for a couple months now. And you might be thinking, why the hell are we learning about a wheel? Like this is the podcast episode that's coming out right around your birthday. Like, shouldn't we be talking about like birthday related things, not wheels? Well, no, because like, this is me, right? Like, who are we talking about? We've had 72 episodes together. You know me by now. I'm a little cray cray. I'm going to be talking about some wheels. And the reason why I'm going to be talking about wheels is because I think of it as demons snoring in the background. So, you know, it's an official episode, but like I've been talking a lot about safety, about friction, about building new habits, about getting the things that you want, uh, you know, about all of these things, right? And all of these things take momentum, but Just like with journal prompts, like if you don't dive into why you've got friction, if you don't dive into why you're not gaining traction, well, then you're never going to get the momentum. So I was talking with one of my girlfriends uh, a couple months ago, and I was talking about how I'm so tired of reinventing everything. I am so tired of every month a new guru, which I'm not saying that these gurus are wrong, but like every month there's a new strategy to implement. There's a new list to do. There's a new trend to follow. There's a new, 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 new. And if I feel that way in East BFE Okeechobee, where like there's more cows than people, like I'm not even exaggerating. The county I live in, the whole county has like 44 something thousand people. I used to live in a county of 800,000 people. So I know what like big county looks like, right? So if there's more cows in my county than people, and I am tired of trends, I can't even imagine what the rest of y'all are doing, right? Like, how are you surviving? But I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't keep reinventing myself over and over and over again. I'm not like 
just reinventing myself. I'm not, you know, trying to make a new version of myself, get better, transcend into something better, you know, build the bridge, all the things I've talked about. I'm not talking about that reinventing. I'm talking about let's completely wipe everything off of the, the field. Start from, oh my God, my metaphors are going to be so atrocious tonight. I hope you're locked in for these because these are going to be some epic metaphors. But like, let's clear the decks. Let's rip down the wood, go down to the studs, start from scratch, build a tenth of the way, say, oh no, that shiny object is way better. Let's stop and do this shit all over again, over and over and over and over. And I was like, if I have to do this one more motherfucking truck in time, I can't even curse him so mad. Like, if I have to do this one more goddamn time where I have to completely shred everything down and start from scratch, especially when I was doing certain things and trying to build my business, I was like, I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind. Like, I can't do this anymore. I am tired of not gaining traction. I am tired of not having, you know, momentum. And when I was talking about that, I was ranting on the way home one day um, from getting the, tr- the Dooley's oil change. And so... The place I take the dually to, it's about an hour away. Because, again, this is East BFE Okeechobee, and the place I like is about an hour away. So I'm recording a, a voice memo on the way home, and I'm like, you know what? I just need to be like a wheel. I need to build my business. <laughs> this is where I go. I'm a little crazy. But I need to build my business like a wheel. So how does a wheel work, right? So, again, I'm in power sports, and, like, I understand the concept of, like, motors and engines and, and hard parts and, and bearings and axles and all these things. And so, like, I sell that stuff all day long. My job is to make it easier for people that have broken things to buy things to fix the broken things or to buy things to make them happier that are not broken, right? So, like, that's my job in power sports. And, and I know I oversimplified that, but whatever. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to explain the concept of building a wheel to my yoga, crunchy, stay-at-home bestie that lives on the other side of the world that listens to way too many power sports metaphors for me. Um, and I was like, you know what? I need to build my business like a wheel. So like, I need to have the spokes and I need to have the hub and I need to have the rim. And then maybe I can even get a new tire on it. And then once I build all of that, like I'll get momentum and like, okay, it's super cheesy, but the whole point of that is I was tired of doing random shit. I knew, because this is the thing, right? Like I believe, I really, really do believe this. Like this is not some like brouhaha, like bullshit belief. I really do believe that we are all successful in certain things in our lives. We just are horrific at paying attention. Majority of us are horrific at paying attention at what those things are. Figuring out what the fucking steps we just did to make said things super successful that we're really good at. And taking that process, that wheel, and implementing it in other parts of our lives. So heaven forbid the rest of our the rest in the other parts of our lives move smoother. I was like, you know what? I know I'm a good parts manager. I can talk about axles, lug nuts. I have part numbers memorized. I have people's kids' names memorized. I have this, is and that. Like, I have spent the last 10 years busting my gohonas and my ovaries and all my bits and bobs, like, figuring out how to be the best parts manager ever so that I can make sure I take care of my customers. And I always give phenomenal recommendations. I do product training when I'm not even at work. I am constantly looking at how people are selling. I look and I listen specifically. How do people get greeted? What things are rinsed and repeat? How could people do this better? How could people do that better? So, like, there's a section of my life where I have made it 
pretty damn smooth. Like I am running on the high of 10 years of busting my ass. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it's like, and I know it's been disproven, but I don't care. I'm totally going to believe in it anyway, whatever, right? Like the 10,000 hour rule. I have put in my 10,000 hours to become damn near an expert at something. Like I'm really, really good. And I'm even focusing on what does the next version of the expert need to be, right? So I know I'm really good in one area of my life, but yet there's a couple of other areas of my life. I was like, I am bumbling around like a fucking idiot in the dark. And I am so clueless. I can't even figure out where the wall is to try and walk around to find the light switch. And, and that juxtaposition of I'm a bumbling fool in one area and in this other area, I'm a damn rock star. I was like, no, no, that, that is, that is physically not possible. Right? So when it comes to your mindset, when it comes to your brain and when it comes to your subconscious specifically, if you can do it in one area, you can totally do it in another area. That just means in the area you're not doing it in, you have a block. So it's like, okay, if that's the case, why do I have a block? And I was like, well, I have a belief. Again, this always comes back to safety and beliefs and underlying things that we just have clinged on to us as we've gotten older in life. But I was like, okay, I have a belief that business needs to be done a certain way. I have a belief that, you know, things have to be hard. I have a belief that things have to take a lot of time. I have to, I have a belief that I can only show up on social media in a certain way, which is why I've had a horrifically bumpy relationship with social media. I have a belief that if I'm not sharing every single intimate part of my life, that therefore I won't be successful. Like I had all these weird, dumb beliefs and all of it was just roadblocks and nothing was getting me moving forward and nothing was helping me build momentum. But I'm like, okay, again, if I can build momentum and have massive success in another area of my life, let's go ahead and start looking at what I did right and I'm gonna build a playbook. I want it so that, and this is where the concept of the wheel, right, came from. I wanted to create a playbook. I wanted to build my wheel. And in my wheel, all of the spokes, so I'm thinking of a motorcycle wheel, or if you want to, a bicycle wheel. I was thinking of a wheel and I'm like, okay, my main principle of why I'm doing everything is the hub, right? That is the core reason why I am doing the thing, whatever the thing is. So that's my hub. And then my spokes, my spokes are how I do the things. So I'll give you an example. My hub for this company is to make sure I have bite-sized bite-sized mind shifts in under an hour. That is that is my goal. That is why I am here. That is why I have 72 podcast episodes plus courses plus 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 all of it designed so you can have a bite-sized mind shift so that you can implement them within an hour so that you can have success fast so that you can grow fast so that you can go ahead and quantum leap you can move into the next version of reality and it doesn't have to take five fucking years to learn one thing right like people that stretch shit out just for the intention of stretching shit out like they're just evil and they're just bad at what they do right so that i want you to have a hub and then i wanted to create I wanted to create the spokes, which the spokes are, well, how do I do the things? How do I get the podcast out? How do I show up on social media? How do I create courses? How do I build my email newsletter? How do I, how do I, how do I, how do I? And I wanted it to have almost a little bit of a rinse and repeat method. Like not in the sense that everything's structured, right? So like, I'll give you an example. Right now, I'm sitting down, I'm recording the episode. 
Ben's not at the house. Um, I've noticed that I'm pretty good at recording episodes when Ben's not home just because Demon will sleep in the background and, and snore. Um, but if he's home, Ben, or if Ben's home, then Demon doesn't like to sit and he gets all fussy and, and, and it's just a bunch of extra noise. So normally that's my rinse and repeat. Part of my wheel is I do most of my podcast episodes when Ben's not home because the dogs are sleeping right now. And even, even baby Earl is sleeping. He literally passed out underneath my desk and all I see is like a back foot and a tushy, but whatever. So even with the podcast, I have a template, which I would consider to be a spoke. And I've got, you know, an outline of how I kind of want to structure things. I've tried a bunch of different outlines, but even still, I, I have no clue. Like, I don't have it scripted. I don't have every single word written down. I don't have every metaphor written down. I don't have any of my examples written down. So that's the point of, you know, having your spokes is you're supposed to have a guide rail or like some structure to what you're trying to accomplish. And then you've got the band around the wheel. So the rim is most people will call it. And the rim is how you're going to hold everything together in like the bigger picture, right? Because the rim is the biggest part of the, the wheel. So I wanted you to think of it as this metaphor so that you can go ahead and say, okay, well, all of this is going to come together in the metaphor of what I'm doing right now. I'm talking about clutter. I'm talking about mindset. I'm talking about business. I'm talking about money. That is, that is my quote unquote rim for this, this mythical wheel. And then the ru- the rubber and the tires and all of the of the other kutramas. That's just other things, right? You know, but you're gonna change tires. So I don't know. I guess that could be like social media, maybe. Um, no, I wouldn't even put it that. That could be just like the flavor of the week, whatever. If you want to add a little flair to it, a little bit of personality, because you're gonna change your tires, you're gonna change this, you're gonna change that. But your hub, your spokes, and your rim are always gonna be the same. So. You might be thinking 13 minutes into this episode, like, what the fuck is she talking about? Why are we talking about wheels? Hear me out, right? So the reason why I wanted to talk about wheels is because you're probably doing this just like I was. You probably in certain areas of your life, and let's go ahead and pick something. Um, Let's pick, let's screw it. Let's just pick fitness. I have been all over the place when it comes to my, my fitness and what I believe fitness should be. So I have done everything from starve myself when I was a teenager so that I could go ahead and be a 125 pound teeny tiny little cheerleader and I could fit in with the, all the other girls because I was the only person of color on the team. No, no, Rachel. Rachel was Spanish too. Rachel and I were the only two people of color on the team. Everyone else was white and none of them had big booties and like therefore I, I didn't feel like I fit in. So like I've had bad extremes of fitness. I've done it where I've run 10K races and I've run races back to back and I've done all these things. I've done it where I've done no working out. Now I'm doing rowing. So like I've been all over the place and I wasn't getting traction anywhere, but I knew what I wanted because there was a point in my life where I had one of my besties, uh, Bobby, he was uh, running with me. He would come over to the neighborhood like once or twice a week and he was a freaking Amazon. So his legs like went up to like my boobs basically. And Bobby was a phenomenal running partner because he would yell at me to have a better stride. And because he was so much taller than me, like running with him started getting me a better stride, which meant my times went down, which meant I was breathing better. And he was just a fantastic running partner. Well, we we don't even live in the same state anymore. So that's out. So I started losing the traction. I started not getting the results I wanted. And I was like, you know what? There's areas of my life that I'm successful. 
So let's go ahead and figure out what those are and let's build this wheel so that I can implement this structure or this wheel every single part of my life, right? And obviously I'll build it over time. So I'm gonna, right now I'm focusing on building it really, really solidly this year in 2023 for the podcast company. There's a couple of areas that I'm still pretty weak on and I know I'm weak on them. So I wanna make sure that that's nice and solid and reliable and consistent. And then I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna move it over into fitness. And then after that, I'm gonna move it over into food because me and food have a, a rocky relationship to say the least, right? Unless it's baking, I am just not interested or, or making eggs because I love me some eggs. But anywho, so there's areas in your life that you're super successful. There's areas in your life where you, you look like a damn fool. And as always, I want to help you build the bridge. So the bridge in my mindset is the wheel. And, and for you, it might be not, you might not want to use the word wheel. Cause again, I'm in power sports. I've been doing power sports for about a decade now. So I think about axles and wheels and, and all of these things, right? So you might be thinking of using templates. You might be thinking of having a notebook. You might be thinking, does this pass the 10 year mark? And so that question, that's a really good question, right? So all of these different things that you're thinking of are going to be your bridge that define how do you get from where you are right now, which is a hot random mess in some parts of your life and like a rock star in your other parts of your life, and then go to the other side of it to where, and the areas that matter, you're pretty freaking solid. You've got consistency, there's no more friction, you're not reinventing the wheel and you're not following every stupid trend. And, and feeling like a failure three months in because you've reinvented yourself six different times in six different ways and none of them worked, right? So what I want you to do is I want you to always, always, always bust out a notebook and start doing the journal prompts. So I've got really good journal prompts for this episode. Um, don't forget to use a podcast coupon code, you know, podcast love. And you can have the journal prompts up on your phone, on your computer, your tablet, whatever. And then you can write them out in your journal. And then I'm telling you, come back to those answers in six months and you will be amazed at how big of a difference you have. Like fully, deeply amazed. Because I do that all the time. I was looking through my uh, notebook that's on my desk before I go ahead, uh, before I went ahead and I um, uh, sat down for this episode. And like, there's some things right now. So I'll give you an, another example. So in power sports as a parts manager, I've been working on what I call the PRG. So it's the parts resource guide. I knew I wanted a bigger team. I knew I wanted to hit a million dollars plus in sales. And I knew that if I kept everything in my head and the only way someone could be successful was to interrupt me 30 times a day, A, I'd lose my fucking mind. B, I'd probably end up coming across like a super bitch. And C, that's not fair to them because I'm not setting them up for success, right? So I built the wheel for my department. It's called the PRG, Parts Resource Guide. It went from, I, I built it one night when Ben's dad was over. He was chilling and, you know, hanging out at the house. And I went from like five pages. I think I started out like five or seven pages. I think right now I'm up to like 20 pages. And it has got every single link. It has usernames, passwords. It's got all of my PDFs where I had a, a legitimate old school three ring binder of every single thing that I found that was such a good resource. I'd go to the copier or I'd take a picture of it or whatever, or find a picture on a computer and I'd print it out and I'd put it in the notebook. So I took all of that and if I couldn't find the digital copies of it, I had the office lady scan it for me and I put all of those PDFs in my PRG 
I have a list that's two pages long of every single aftermarket company I can think of, of who you could use. And then I have an example to the right of it of why you would use it. So I've got links for oil change kits. I've got links for axles. I've got links for this, this. I have links galore. It's literally as if you took my brain, shook it out, dumped it out into a Google Doc, and then said, here you go. I created that wheel. And when I did that, not only did the productivity on my team start to get better, but the consistency started to get better on my team. And then my team started to know that, and mind you, this is through three people. So I've had one guy with me. He's been pretty solid for over a year now. Um, and my other person, it has been a struggle to find another person that was a good fit. But like, even when I was onboarding, onboarding and training all of those people, the fact that I could give them, and I told them, I'm like, this might feel a little overwhelming, but it is a living document. So if you find a really good resource, if you find a good this, if you find a good that, I will put it in here and we will have it in the PRG until the day it dies. So I made the template. And then again, shocker, I made a template that other people could use and I started to have success around me. I started to get more intelligent questions. So instead of, hey, what's the website for those rims again? Or what's the website for this? Or what's the website for that? It was, well, I'm noticing that customer X wants this and I have this website or this website. You know, which one has a better warranty? And I'm like, damn, that's a way better question than what website do I go to again? So, you know, it's the proverbial, if you, you know, teach a man, is it teach a man to fish? Oh my God, here we go. Here we go. Teach a man to fish and he'll feed himself his whole life. That's, that's what we're going with. Cause I, I know none of the Bible pro, pro proverbs. Yeah. Proverbs. Um, but that's what I'm going to go with. I'm teaching y'all to fish. So my metaphor of the wheel, I'm thinking specifically of a wheel because other people are going to use templates, right? Like I even talk about templates. I love me a good template. You give me a template or a roadmap or a guide and I am salivating like no one's business. It is the ultra geek in me that it just gets so excited about a template. But I like to think of it more than just the template. Like the template should have a purpose. The purpose should be how does it remove friction from my life? How does this little fucking whatever it is, tool, art, Google Doc, downloadable thing, course, whatever. How does this thing make my life easier, make my life smoother? So the reason why I always go back to the wheel is because whenever I'm thinking of something or I'm building something, I'm building it with the, the intention that it's not just going to make my life easier today. Oh, no, 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 no. That is That is some like novice level shit right there. It is going to make my life easier for the next 10 years. So here's another really good example. I have been using Evernote for probably 13 years at this point. And if Evernote ever went away, I would just die because it has been such a good tool for me. It has been my wheel. Now it has been my quote unquote wheel in regards to um, documents, passwords, courses, um, resumes and job wins like our businesses i have business all of my business information in there i'm not even joking every single copywriting article or i have a folder in my uh, copywriting folder it's called awesome articles and then another one that's like got me to click so every single thing that i said wow that's a really good use of copywriting or a good article or it got me really interested and i've taken a picture of it over the last 10 years plus that lives in my evernote so like i built this 
template to contain all of the random bits and bobs and passwords in my head. And I put it in a template, but it wasn't just a template. The whole point of why it's more of a wheel, even though it's named Evernote, because duh, but like the more, reason why it's more like a wheel is because it takes out so much friction in my life. And here's an example. So Bev wanted to watch TV on his phone the other night. And instead of even asking me, like, hey, do you remember the username and password for this so-and-so, you know, streaming site? He's like, hey, can you pull up Evernote and look up, you know, so-and-so's username and password? I think it's this, but I just want to make sure so I don't lock the account. Like, even Ben knows, like, the freaking templates, and Ben knows the wheels. And I always say, like, you know, God forbid something ever happens or whatever, I'm like, just grab my phone or go on the computer and, like, go into Evernote because everything is in Evernote. But that's the point of this, right? When you build a badass solid wheel, you remove so much friction from your life. Like things, I'm not saying you're not doing the work because I've never said that you don't do the work. So this is where I go back to power sports and being super geeky. You're still having an engine that's pushing power to the axles, which is pushing to the wheel. So your effort is the engine and the axles and all of that because that's just how I'm making up this analogy but you're still having effort that's going to the wheel. But the difference is when you have a solid template, when you're not doing a bunch of random shit, when you have a playbook and you know, or your version of the PRG, which is a living document that you're always going back and refining to make the next time even easier than the last time. When you have that thing and that is your wheel, think about it, right? If you had a shitty wheel, a shitty wheel would be a wheel that has four corners. Yes, it will turn. It will take a fuck ton of energy to turn. It will, oh my God, this could be a drinking game with how many, time, how many times I'm cursing. But like, it's going to take so much energy and effort and it is going to get to the point where you're probably overwhelmed that you're not gonna turn the quote unquote square wheel too many times, right? You'll turn it maybe a handful of times. Maybe if you're really feeling froggy, 10 or 15. And then after that, you're gonna be like, this is exhausting. This is just exhausting. Why am I doing this? Why can't I get, again, momentum? Why can't I gain traction? Why am I reinventing the wheel every freaking time? It's because you're pushing a damn square wheel. We don't do square wheels here. We do perfect, well-balanced, golden round wheels, right? And the, you know, the, the carbon fiber on top of it. So they're even easier to push. So like you'll start out with, uh, a shitty cast wheel. Again, here we go, power sports, right? You'll start it with a shitty, heavy cast wheel. And then you'll go from there to like a polished aluminum wheel, which will be even lighter and more refined. And then from there, like the next level ninja shit is gonna be like a, uh, like a carbon fiber wheel. And it is gonna be so refined. It's gonna be CNC made. It is going to be so aerodynamic and so light that all you have to do is breathe on it and you get momentum. All you have to do is look at it and think really hard and you get traction and you get movement and you get growth. That's the point of the wheel. So I have to point this out. Like I'm so excited about the wheel and I promise I haven't had any alcohol tonight, but I just, the thought of building something in my head that made my life not only easier right now, but it could make my life every time I used it easier. I was like, oh my God, if I could do that, then my successes could compound faster. My wins could come faster. The house in Tennessee can come faster. You know, all of this momentum, all of these things I'm doing, I could actually, and I've talked about this before. So there's, 
two different books I'm totally obsessed with. I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes, but it's The Compound Effect. The wheel is like literally your compound effect in motion. But there's another one. It's called Good to Great. Um, I just finished listening to the audiobook version of it. I've owned it for a couple of years now. It's a fantastic book. Um, I actually recommend the audiobook version more than the ebook just because I feel you get the guy's passion in the audiobook a little bit more than you would in the regular book. So I've been listening to that for the past couple of weeks, or I shouldn't say weeks, like week, right? Because this is me we're talking about. I read fast and I listen fast. But like it talks about, you know, his book, Good to Great, is the equivalent of taking, you know, that wheel where you're maybe like a, a an aluminum wheel. And what would it take to refine everything so that you can become the carbon fiber wheel? So compound effect, I would say, let's put that in, you're going from a square wheel, which fucking sucks, to maybe a cast wheel. And then once you start to get momentum, yeah, it's big, yeah, it's bulky, but it's still smooth, it's still circular. From there, you can start refining and refining and refining. And then you can start asking yourself, is this thing that I'm doing something that can pass the 10 year mark? Is this thing that I'm doing something that's going to make my life easier every single time I use it? And obviously there's way more questions that you're gonna be able to go through if you use the journal prompts, right? So those are kind of two little journal prompt teaser questions, but I want you to think of it in that aspect. And you are going to be so surprised uh, how much friction you remove from your life. And I keep saying friction. So for me, friction means overwhelm, means hunting and digging for something I know already exists. It means answering the same fucking dumb question over and over again when I know that the resource isn't right in front of them. That I just, I haven't made it easy for them to use the resource. I made me easier. It means being able to grow and compound on these successes that you have. It means letting people in your life, because this is not just all about you, right? Like this is, you know, I hate saying this, but part of the spokes in your wheel are going to be the people in your life. So that could be coworkers, that could be your bosses, that could be your spouse, that could be your, your fur babies, you know, other parts of people and things in your life can fit and be a part of that wheel so that everything's easier for them too. So I'll give you what feels like an unrelated example, but I want you to understand that you can use this in every area of your life. I talked about how doing the journals prompts, like I have journal prompts set aside specifically so that you can go ahead and go through them. I've talked about, you know, one of the things I do is I do a lot of my podcast episodes when Ben isn't home because the dogs are nice and sleepy and everyone is snoring right now, including Earl. Like there are things that you can do so that when you want to do the thing that you want to do, it's a lot easier. So instead of me trying to record a podcast episode at like six o'clock at night when we just come home and everyone's hyper and rowdy and no one's gone on their big pasture walk and Earl's trying to, you know, basically bark and run around the house and chase everyone and play. Like I record my episodes a little bit later than normal because that means that everyone's nice and calm and I can take advantage of everything that's, you know, the natural effect of winding down for the night. So that wheel starts to get refined. You start to get wins. And here's the other thing too, which I was not expecting. I noticed this last week. Um, one thing that you're going to have as a nice side effect of the wheel is you're going to start to see and you're going to start to get a boost in your confidence. And not in the sense of like, oh, let me go ahead and become cocky, right? Because that's not the intention. But you're going to start to see 
Like, oh no, I really am good at something. Because sometimes it's, and I don't know why, but like sometimes we can forget that we're good at things. Sometimes we can be like, well, I'm good, but I'm not as good as this person. Or we can do the hor horrible comparison and judging, you know, jealousy mindset, right? Which is just a waste of time. Like if you start to sit down and build your version of the wheel and it passes those two tests, then you'll start using it, you'll start using it, you'll start using it, you'll start making your life in that area that much easier. You'll start having other people in your life use it because they, they're like, wow, this is way easier. And then that'll make your life even easier than easier. And then you'll start to realize after all of it, you're like, wow, I did something really good. I did something that's worth it. I did something that, you know, 10 years from now, this one tool has made my life so much easier. It's not even funny. Like, it is next level manifesting easy. And, and then you start to realize, hey, this is my playbook for success. So why not take this playbook and follow it in other areas of my life that I want the same level or emotional feeling or achievement of success? Why not? Why not, right? Like I, clearly I can do it in this area. I can do it in other areas. So the, the confidence that you build is just so reassuring and the other thing too is you'll start to recognize like, okay, for me, for example, I learn things the best. I build my wheels the best when I sit down and I start to map out how I want to execute something. So like I was saying earlier, I have a specific set of outlines for my show notes. It's the same outline every single time. Obviously, like the, the bits and bobs in the show notes are you know unique and they're unique to every single episode and I don't write every single thing down but I still have the same template every single time. I still have the same template of all of my links on social media. I still have the same template for this, 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 and this. So that when I go to do the thing, when I go to share a link, when I go to talk about my podcast episode, so here's another one. So here's another really, really good one, right? And it's a little things that start to add up. So margaretstevens.co slash podcast. I built that like a year and a half ago, maybe I built that page on my website because I was noticing that when you guys or girls, cause it's guys and girls went on my website and you went to the search engine, a uh, little search icon dude in my website and you would type in words and you're typing in words, trying to find podcast episodes and you were typing in different words that I was not using. And I'm like, Oh, I know what episode they're looking for because I can tell by the words that they're using because I think I around that time only had like 30 episodes, maybe 35, but you guys weren't finding the episodes that you wanted. And I'm like, shit, this is dumb. Let's make this fucking easy. So not only did I take my, you know, margaretstevens slash stevens.co slash podcast page where I had the link for my podcast, I was like, you know what, screw it. Let's have the link for iTunes. Let's have the link for Stitcher. Let's have the link for Spotify. Let's have the link for, I don't know, I'm something I'm probably not even remembering. Let's have the links for every single one of the podcast platforms I'm on. Really easy right there. One click, boom, they're done. So I did that. I added that. I noticed that that was really helpful for y'all. And then I started noticing, I'm like, you know what? They're really having a hard time finding these episodes. Let me have all my episodes in one spot. So if you go to that page on my website, all 70 something, because I'm at 72 at the point of this recording, all 72 episodes are there. And every single one of those podcast descriptions is a link. So it goes back to, you can go to that one page on my website. Again, does it pass the 10 year mark, right? 
So you can go back to that one page on my website. You can go to, I don't know, creating your future self or any of my other earlier works that maybe you didn't remember what the, the link was, or you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. You can click on that link. It takes you to the show notes. It'll have all of the recommendations in there. And then I took it a step further. I'm like, how do I make this easy? How do I make this sustainable for the next 10 years? I took the episode and I have every single, even though it's a little time consuming, I have every single piece of code for every individual episode built into the show notes of that page. So say you're listening on your computer at work and you're like, crap, I can't listen on my phone or this or that. And I want to listen to this one specific episode. You don't have to do anything other than go find that show notes, click on that episode and boom, there's the episode right then and there for you. I have made something as cheesy, as simple as it sounds, I have made something that every single time you guys go to my website and you go to that page, I can see how much easier it has been for you. And then I added another level. Let's make it even easier. Let's go to that like next level geek mode, right? I took my, my journal prompts. I took a link for that and I put it at the very bottom because I talk about journal prompts all the time. And I know that you guys love the journal prompts and you use them. And I was like, okay, well, let's make it really easy for the journal prompts to be there too. And that's the entire point of making something easier every single time you use it, right? So that one website page that I've made, it went from just having links to the podcast to having all the episodes in one spot, to having all the episodes be clickable, to having the journal prompts in one spot. So five, 10 years from now, when I'm on episode, you know, 300, 400, and 500, it doesn't matter where someone's starting. It doesn't matter how someone decides to use the resources that I've been creating over the last couple of years. I've made it easy for them to use it. I've made the wheel smooth. I've made it like carbon fiber style at that point. So that's the whole point of this, right? As you continue to focus on the wheel, things get easier and easier and easier. You get less friction, you get less drag, you get less resistance, and you start to get more wins under your belt. And like I was saying earlier, the more wins you get under your belt in one area, you're going to wake up, you're going to realize like, hey, if I can win in this area, why can't I win in other areas? Why can't I take the principles of building the wheel, because I've done it before, and I can do it in another area. And again, I'm not saying that you're going to have to avoid doing the work. Like the work is building the wheel. But if you have a conscious mindset, again, because this is always about the mindset, right? If you have a conscious mindset that the work is not just work for work's sake, the work is not following a fad or following a trend or trying to keep up with the latest, I don't know, TikToks or whatever crap, right? Like the work is not that. The work is building a wheel, the work is building a tool that I can use that every single time I use it, I make my life easier. If you can go ahead and do that, like you'll be just as excited about wheels as I am. And again, you might use a different word, but that is the intention and the concept. So I hope you've loved this episode as much as I have, because I really do feel that there is a reason why I released this episode basically on my birthday. Um, I am continuing to build my wheel. You guys are watching me build the wheel in process and you're also going to continue to see the results. So you have the proof that it is possible. Remember last episode, I was telling you to find people that are building the things and doing the things that you want to mimic. I'm giving you the proof that building the wheel is possible and how much easier it makes your life. And again, who doesn't want less friction and more ease in their lives? Like, come on. Right? So with that being said, this episode's getting a little long, so let's cut it short. I wanted to thank you for listening to today's episode. 
I want to hear, I want to see how you're using the journal prompts, how you're listening to the episode. Tag me on all of the socials. You can send me a DM and I will happily, <laughs> I will happily put you in my stories or on my podcast or in my, my show page, wherever, because I love seeing how you guys are using the episodes and I'd love to go ahead and like say, look, Amy's doing this, Mary's doing that, Suzanne's doing this, Tiffany's doing that. Like, I just love that stuff. So tag me where you're listening to the episodes. Let me know how you're using the journal prompts. And if you want, drop a comment in the Etsy store. I always love that as well. Don't forget to use your coupon code that is only for podcast listeners in the Etsy store. It is really easy. Go to margaretstevens.co slash shop and you'll find all the links and you'll find the link to the Etsy store. Or if you haven't and you are wanting to go back through my free common spacious mini guide, go to margaretstevens.co slash subscribe and I can re-push you through the email newsletter if you're not already on it. And what you'll do is if you go through it again, or if you haven't gone through it before, you'll get my three top questions that I use daily to make decisions on where to spend my time and my money. Again, let's build the wheel, right? And obviously you'll get three real life examples of how to make it work for you. So with that being said, I love you. Reduce the friction, build the wheel, clear the clutter, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.